Hello and welcome to I Don't Know What I'm Talking About. This week we lost one of our very best friends. I have had sincerely one of, I was going to say one of the worst weeks of my life. Look, realistically, this, the news didn't ruin my week for, 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 for a short time. I was very upset and I was crying. Some people might say too much for a, for a celebrity passing, but, um, and I know by time this episode comes out, it it will have been some time ago I say some time ago it will have been like a week like two weeks or whatever so it, this might sound like I'm really late to the party here but it's just because I like to record these episodes sort of way in advance but yeah I uh, I was so so devastated by the by the news of Matthew Perry's passing he is and always will be my favorite friend um he was the one whenever i watched the show completely i you know you know when you you have like a show that you love so deeply and there are there is a character that you resonate with so so much more than the others and you think if i was one of the friends or one of the characters in this show that would be the one that i would want to be and it was made a lot a lot more special as well when because I I'd obviously been well. Friends started in 1994, and I was born in 1993. So I've known Friends my entire life. You know, I I I am one of the kids that was brought up on it, and he was always my favourite. Him and Ross were always my favourites, because I, because as well because Chandler was the funniest, and because I think David Schwimmer is a phenomenal actor, and I think he's incredibly underrated. One of my favourite episodes ever is the one where Ross is fine where I'm getting very much sidetracked here, but yeah, David Schwimmer's performance in that episode in particular is unmatched in 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 most sitcoms, I think. But it was made even more special when I fell in love with Heather and I found out that the character that she resonates most with is Monica. And I was like, I am Chandler and you are Monica. This is brilliant, isn't it? So yeah. He was always my favourite, and this 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 week, this past week, obviously the news came, was a shock to us all, and I'm I'm absolutely not afraid or embarrassed to tell you that I cried. Uh, I have cried a few times this week because of that, which is odd as well because the night that the the, the night that he passed away, we were at my parents' house, and for whatever reason, we ended up watching a load of episodes of. Only Fools and Horses, because it's one of Heather's favourite shows, and Heather loves David Jason so, so much. Um, and we got into the conversation of about how what it's it's not very often when a celebrity passes away, you you cry. And she said, you know, when David Jason passes, she's going to have to have like a period of mourning, which is like fair enough. And then it got us onto the conversation of, which celebrities we have cried at when when that when their deaths were announced, and I was like, well, I've had a handful, which was Robin Williams, Alan Rickman, and Sean Locke, and that was that that night. 
was was when we were having the conversation we came home and then heather and i were lying in bed and i was literally just heather was asleep and i was actually just about to go to sleep and i thought i'll have one last little browse through instagram say goodnight to social media kind of thing i know it's really bad for you to go on social media just before bed but it's something i'm working on but i'm i'm just not there yet but i will be i will be i promise um and I just, I thought I'll just have one final peruse through social media. And there it was shared four minutes earlier was the devastating news that Matthew Perry had sadly passed away. And I immediately cried um, because he was re- genuinely a hero. And I'm... <laughs> This is a very, very difficult topic of conversation. Um, But I woke Heather up and I said, you know, he was always my favourite friend. And uh, obviously it's come out, there's a very, very popular thing that's been shared that that's not what he wants to be remembered by. He wants to be remembered for for the work that he did, you know, regarding um, addiction and helping other people, which is, you know, phenomenal work. And we should all remember him for that but a big part of his career a big part of the reason why he was such a big part of my life in particular was because of his work on friends and that's what upset me the most was you know i felt like one of my one of my real life heroes had um had gone and you know and i think he is someone that should be looked up to he had he has his you know he had his demons um but he worked through them and he went on to help others and he's a real life hero and will be missed in particular by me and uh yeah i said to my said to my sister the next day how weird is it that we had that conversation last night about celebrity deaths that we have cried over and how there aren't that many and then literally less than say four or five hours later I'd cried maybe four times um, just thinking about the, you know, the the impact he had on me in particular. I think I, I think a lot of who I am today came about because of Chandler, because of Matthew Perry. I am the type of person that will, if you will try and make a joke, if I find, a, if I find the situation awkward so yeah there's uh there's there's one thing that's been on my mind this week and uh yeah i'm actually just sitting here now wearing my boys get sad too hoodie uh and it's uh couldn't be more apt because it's okay gents it's okay to cry it's okay to get upset and it's okay to show your emotions so do remember that moving forward and Matthew Perry will be v- very, very greatly missed. In this neck of the woods, uh, rest in power, you absolute legend. Just as well, before I go into the main bulk of the episode, I wanted to make a quick, not an apology, but like um, an, ag- an acknowledgement. Uh, when I recorded with Heather... Heather talked about we talked we we talked about games and hadn't realised it until I started until I started um, editing it that we actually did this. But 
we talked about a game called Werewolf that we play. Um, and we also talked about a game called Bitch Bingo that we play. And Heather pointed out that we were taught Bitch Bingo by a couple of friends of ours, the Taylors, Jacob and Bethan, at uh, a Christmas soiree that we always hold every year around Christmas time. What we neglected to also mention is that they also taught us at one of these Christmas soirees the game of Werewolf. So Werewolf and Bitch Bingo were 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 shown to us by the Taylors, um, and we did mention about them telling us about Bitch Bingo, but we didn't we didn't give them the credit for Werewolf. So love and hugs to them too, and thank you for giving us two of our favourite games. If you're listening to this, we miss you. They moved to Bristol, so we don't see them as much anymore as we used to. I hope you're well. Shall we spin the wheel for the first time today? Let's. Oh my god. So the topic is politics. And I think I brought... I th- I started talking about politics a couple of years ago. A couple of years ago. A couple of episodes ago where I said, I'm not going to get into politics. Um, unless it comes up on the wheel. Look, I I want to preface this by saying I'm going to get a lot of stuff wrong here. And there's probably a high horse waiting for me just at my side that I'm about to get on. And I'm probably not going to get off it until the end of this section. There will be things that I say that are incorrect here. People might get upset, but... Hey ho. Everything is going to be my opinion. Okay? This is my preface. Everything in this section is going to be my opinion. I, I won't be saying anything that I that I think is true, but that could be wrong that I've just misunderstood. I'm just going to say things that I know and give my opinions on them. So straight away, um, Rishi Sunak's a c- And I say that... Um, off the back of a comment, of some comments that he made at the some kind of Tory conference. By the way, I, just and also, it's not just Rishi Sunak. The the Tories are all c-s. so um, that's where I'm at with this. I believe that the UK government will be exponentially improved um, if 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 any any other. And I'm not here to shout for Labour, I'm not here to shout for the Lib Dems, I'm not here to shout for the Monster Raven Looney Party or the Green Party. Realistically, I'm not that much into politics, but what I do know is that the Tories are all So, something that really, really pissed me off, that Rishi Sunak um, went on record saying in front of cameras, in front of the entire nation, was he went on a rant about transgender and non-binary people. And I just... I, You know when you hear something and you go, hold on a second, you are the leader of a country. You are the, the, the prime minister. You are the prime person, the prime human, if you can call yourself that, that represents this country and you are going up on stage with cameras, with microphones, with humans listening to you saying things like, let's not get bullied into allowing people to decide what gender they are. 
let me tell you this, Rish, it is not up to you to decide how someone else wants or feels that they need to identify. Okay, in fact, from here on out, um, what I'm going to do is I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use Rishi Sunak's logic against himself. So I'm assuming he wants to be referred to as Rishi Sunak. That's his name. That's how he wants to be known. Well, I'm going to, from here on out, call him face. The reason is because he is the type of person that would refuse to use they, them pronouns for a person who identifies as non-binary. Now, when a person identifies as non-binary, it is up to them how they want to be identified. And I will respect that. And I will refer to them by their pronouns. Rishi face wants to be known as Rishi Sunak. I'm not going to respect that because he doesn't respect other people's identities, other people's pronouns. In fact, his use of that phrase, let's not get bullied into people wanting to be known by these pronouns, is in itself bullying. And when it's coming from the person who is, or should be, the prime representative of the country, that in itself is dangerous. If a person, sorry, if a dickhead hears that, hears the prime minister saying shit like that, they might take that as permission almost to go, well, the prime minister thinks that they are unequal, thinks that they're not represented by this country. So I'm going to take that as permission almost to abuse them, either physically, emotionally, verbally, or whatever. And that is not safe. Human rights are human rights. Whether you are white, black, Asian, mixed race, whether you are straight, gay, lesbian, bi, trans, non-binary, whether you are a man, whether you are a woman, whoever you are, you are a human. And it is your human right to be who you want to be, unapologetically. And the fact that face went out and said that really very, very much pissed me off because that was him. In fact, I'm going to refer to them as them because I think that'll piss them off even more. And I'm referring to the prime minister here. That is them saying to the world, human rights have no place in this country because even though human rights should be representative of all humans all across the world. They, them humans, those humans, trans non-binary humans, are not represented by this country. And it's the prime minister that's saying that. What a c***. I feel like there was a high horse got on there. I just am over the homophobia and the and just the bigotry, the racism, the homophobia, the misogyny, the everything that everything that comes from from our government, from our Tory government. It's the Tory government. Let's be honest. And I'm not saying that every other every other government that we could ask for would be perfect, but the Tories are very much we look after ourselves and f everyone else. 
we look after number one. And that is not what we need in charge of our country. <sighs> oh, isn't that apt? We've got a in charge of the country. Yeah, great. So, right, just, just to try and make this a little bit lighthearted, what I've decided to do is before we move on to the next part, I'm going to Google some fun facts about American presidents. I always think they're quite fun. Okay, so here's a fun one. This one is for all you conspiracy theorists out there. Um, I'm not one of them, by the way. I fully believe, I'm going to preface this, I fully believe that this list is completely um, full of coincidences. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm not into, you know, I don't I don't believe that this is spiritual or anything or, 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 or there's anything particularly malicious behind this. I think this is all coincidence, but this is just a fun little list I'm going to finish with. But basically, I've got this from Wikipedia, and it's, uh, it says here, The following are the list of coincidences, in inverted commas, that are commonly associated with the conspiracy, some of which are not true statements. Okay, fair enough. Okay, these some of these aren't true, but it's the connections between Abraham Lincoln and JFK. So Lincoln and Kennedy each have seven letters. Ooh... Uh, both pre- both presidents were elected to Congress in 46 and later to the presidency in 60. Oh, so uh, I'm guessing that means Lincoln was in 1846 and then in 1860 and then Kennedy was 1946 and then 1960. Uh, both assassins, John Wilkes Booth and Lee Harvey Oswald, were born in 19 were born in 39, so 1839 and 1939 respectively, and were known by their three names composed of 15 letters. Ooh, it's getting spooky. I'm actually going to a Halloween party tonight. Um it's a week late because uh, most people had it on the last Saturday. <laughs> Uh, the Saturday before Halloween, me and my family are having it tonight, the week, the weekend after Halloween. There's a tangent for you, Julie. Booth ran from a theatre and was caught in a warehouse. Oswald ran from a warehouse and was caught in a theatre. Uh, the assassins were both Southerners. Shock. Uh, nothing, nothing against Southerners. I just, I think when you see uh, America represented in the media, the, m- most of the time it's sort of the, the South is the most sort of gun crazy regions of America. I don't know. I don't know that for sure. This is just what I see represented in the media. Uh, both of the presidents both of the president's successors were named Johnson and born in 08. So born in 1808 and 1908 respectively. Both Lincoln and Kennedy were particularly concerned with civil rights and made their views strongly known. See, these are the kinds of leaders that we need. Both presidents were shot in the head on a Friday. That's that's a that's a stretch, isn't it? Lincoln had a secretary named Kennedy who told him not to go to Ford's Theatre. Kennedy had a secretary named Lincoln, and she warned him not to go to Dallas. And uh, finally, both Lee Harvey Oswald and John Wilkes Booth were killed before they could be put on trial. And that's the last one of the, let's be honest, coincidences between Lincoln and Kennedy. If you're into conspiracy theories, that's up to you. I don't believe them whatsoever. That's just a little bit of fun to end the politics section because I think politics is shite and our current prime minister and any member of the 
Conservative Party are all huge bellends. Next topic. Well, this one's a very, very um, broad topic. It's pork. Okay, pork. One for the vegans out there to be mad at. But look, all I'm doing is talking about it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be eating a, a pork sandwich while I'm here. However, I will say, um, we so pulled pork. Barbecue pulled pork is one of my favourite flavours. In the history of the world, uh, barbecue pulled pork on a bap is just wonderful. That's that's all I can say on that. It's really, really nice. And so Heather and I generally tend to, every year we try and get ourselves down to London for Winter Wonderland in Hyde Park. And always, there's always, t- there's always two things that I like to eat when I'm down there. I like to get a coffee. Always like to get a coffee. I've got a coffee here right now, a little Costa coffee. Costa, if you want to sponsor the podcast, then go ahead. Oh, what is with these tangents? Where was? Where even was I? Oh, yeah. Was it, so we go to Winter Wonderland every year. Uh, we try to, at least. I don't think we've actually been for like the last two. I don't think we've been since COVID, if I'm honest with you. We need to try and get back down again this year at some point. There, there's sort of two main things that I like to eat while we're there. And one of them, I'm going to mention him again. I'm not doing this on purpose, genuinely, is... Our, our friend Joel, just because he lives in London, um, we would we went down in 2014. Yes, it would have been it would have been between 20. Well, it would have been the end of 2014 going into 2015 because we were there for New Year and we stayed at his flat with him. But we went to Winter Wonderland with him on uh, New Year's Day, and he showed us these churros. And it was churros with white chocolate sauce, and they did them that year. But they've never done them again, which is infuriating because they were genuinely one of the night like they're just the nicest sweet things that you've ever eaten in your life promise i promise you now this is true and they've never they've never done it since or at least we couldn't we've never found them again since um so always try and look for them very rarely we find them nowadays but we also there's always a sort of hog roast van you know one of those like vans that has a little kitchen in the back of it and it has like a hog roast going round and you get a bap or at least this is what I get I get a bap with pork on it and then on top of the pork is like a dollop of apple sauce and it's all fresh straight from the straight from the pig I'm really sorry <laughs> I think that sounds a lot even to me who is a you know I'm I'm not a I'm not a vegan or a vegetarian. Look, I wouldn't mind trying it. I wouldn't mind trying it. I might talk about that in a sec. Hold on. But the way I see it is humans are, biologically speaking, we are omnivores. We eat meat and veg. Obviously, lots of people have made the choice not to eat meat, which is fine. You do you. It's For me, vegans are great, doing a really good job. Well done for having the willpower to not eat the most delicious things on earth right but for me it's the activists that the people that stand in the street with a little television showing how the animals are slaughtered right that's the kind of thing that gets people's backs up people who eat meat that's the kind of thing that makes them go vegans are dickheads that sort of thing is what really gets meat eaters backs up. 
and I understand the message you're trying to get across, but it's not working. What you need to do is educate people. Tell them why not eating meat and dairy is healthy for you. We'll, we'll give you a better lease of life. Tell people why giving up meat will be better for your heart, will help you lose weight, will give you more energy. Because it, it is true. <laughs> um, you know, I, at the minute, don't have the, the, the willpower, but who's to say that I won't in future, to give up meat, give up dairy, and live a vegan life. And this is where I was going. So, I had thought these are just like shower thoughts that I had in my that I've had in my head um once or twice recently is that actually going vegan for me wouldn't be too difficult what I think I would do and this would probably again piss the vegans off what I think I would do is I would go vegan but reserve the right to have days off until I'm at a point where I'm just like, yeah, I don't need that meat or dairy anymore. I don't need it. So therefore, I'm just not going to have it. There are loads of really fantastic vegan options out there. The thing that I would miss the most, and I know it's one thing that some vegans say is like a massive faux pas in the vegan community, is eggs. There are no decent egg substitutes but like most good foods are egg based because <laughs> eggs are really good um but everything else seems to have like a really good substitute i'm not opposed to tofu i've had it it's nice it's the texture for me we fried it in a frying pan and had it as as part of a meal um and the texture for me is when you bite into it, it's crunchy like toast on the outside, like a like a like a, just a piece of toast, crunchy on the outside. You bite into it, and then the middle is quite squishy, almost like an omelet. So it's like a crispy omelet, and the taste is not bad, especially if you put some sauce in it and stuff like, you know, a bit of barbecue sauce or a bit of soy sauce. You know, it's tofu. I'm not against tofu at all. These people that sit there and go, tofu. You're a dickhead. Tofu tastes no different to most other plant-based foods, like potatoes and like broccoli. Like it's all it is is plant-based. If you if you eat potatoes, if you eat chips, you eat potatoes. You eat plants. That's all tofu is. It's plant-based food. So get off your high horse. See, I'm I'm very much in the middle when it comes to veganism. I am a meat eater, but I completely understand why vegans do what they do. But also, I'm not the kind of dickhead that will be like, oh, vegans are, oh, th th go on rants about vegans. All I would say to the vegans is just try and find a new tactic that isn't like a ridiculous protest. Just educate people. Tell people why it's better for them, why you will live a better life if you go vegan, why, you know, your your heart health will become better. You'll You'll extend your life expectancy. Yeah, this is where I got from pork. I love pork. I do. And I feel bad saying it because, like I said, 
there's, there's nothing, absolutely nothing stopping me from being vegan in future. There are some really great vegan alternatives. I enjoy vegan food. I just, at where I am right now, is just where I'm not quite ready. I'm I'm kind of on the fence about maybe trying Veganuary in the new year. That's where I'm at right now. I might try Veganuary, or what I might try is Veguary, um, which is where I don't eat meat for the month of February, and ease my way in that way. Because Veganuary is it's straight after New Year. We always go for a meal on New Year's Day with like my nan takes us in the family. I generally have like a mixed grill, which is like sausages, gammon, steak, all on a plate with some chips and peppercorn sauce. My mouth is literally watering. But yeah, so the topic of pork got me onto the topic of veganism. Uh, similar to, I think, an old unpublished episode I had to talk about pigs and I got onto veganism as well yeah maybe deep down I do want to be a vegan but I just haven't got the willpower right now I really struggle with willpower I will get there I'm I'm gonna I'm, I'm, I'm working on being less flaky and committing to things like right now I've committed to this podcast I've done two podcasts before I ever started this one and both of them failed not because they were shit. They were essentially the same as this one. Um, one of them, I started and published 19 episodes. It's called Sean Talks. It might even still be available. I thought I took it down, but it might just still be available to listen to if you wanted to. And it was exactly the same concept as this, very similar at least. And this, I believe, is episode 20. So already I'm, I've beaten that. And I quit that one. I don't know why. I think I just gave up for some reason. I just wasn't, my head wasn't in it fully. And then I then started another one called Off Topic and recorded three episodes, one with Ben, one with my friend Eddie, and one with my friend Rianne. Uh, and with that one, I decided, oh, I'm going to record, uh, I'm going to record solely with guests. But then I found out that finding guests and finding time to record with guests every week was just not possible. So those three episodes ended up being completely put by the wayside. Even though I recorded them, they will never be heard. And because I also found out that there are about 12 podcasts already called Off Topic, which I found out after I'd recorded. So they all went and disappeared. Uh, and then I decided to go with this one. I don't know what I'm talking about. And this one's going quite well, I think. I really love doing it. And for the foreseeable, at least, I'm... Uh, I'm hoping to keep it going. Also, this is completely tangential. I'm still on pork here. This is this is the topic of pork. I've not even finished the podcast yet. Um, <laughs> I've mentioned before. I've got like a spreadsheet of like episode number, title, what date I record, what date. Just it's just so I can stay on top of the admin of everything and know where I'm up to with the whole podcast. And so I've I've basically forecast for like the next year's worth of podcasting as long as I keep it up how I want to keep it up and obviously I went for a short while to doing two episodes a week which is Monday and Friday for now I've gone back to just Fridays and in the new year I will be going back to two a week so one on a Monday one on a Friday and obviously you're getting the guest episodes once a month and the way I've worked it out is that episode 100 as long as I get there, will be the one-year anniversary. And it was completely accidental. So, 
yeah, as long as we can keep going. What are we on our episode 20? So we've got 80 episodes to go before the episode, before the podcast is one year old. And we'll try and think of something special to do for that episode. Back to pork. There's actually nothing else that I can possibly say other than just like the vegan stuff that I've already talked about. And that I really like pulled pork. And I love a hog roast. That's what it's called. I don't think I mentioned it at the time. But yeah, hog roast. Bit of pig. On a bap, apple sauce. Heather likes a bit of crackling as well, but I don't. I don't go for that. Beautiful with a coffee at Winter Wonderland in London. Oosh. Maybe I'll see you there this year. Let me know if you're going. Don't know what pod at gmail.com. and that's where I'll end the section on pork. Well, that was loosely inspired by pork. <laughs> Thank you ever so much for listening. It's uh, very much appreciated, especially if you got this far with all the tangents and politics and shit in this episode. I hope I pulled that back a bit after going after getting very much on my high horse. I'm I identify very much as a uh, as an ally um, of, of 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 any sort of minority community. Of you know, you know, I I feel like as I am very very privileged to be a straight white, able-bodied man. I have never had to deal with any kind of shit in my life for simply being who I am, for simply existing. So I believe it is my uh, obligation to, to combat that bigotry. And so I will always be there for anyone that needs it it's my it's it's my obligation as a straight white cisgender able-bodied man so there we go i love everyone unconditionally as long as they themselves are a good person there are good people there are bad people in every community and as long as you are not hurting someone else be whoever you need to be if you've got any comments, questions, topic suggestions, or if you just want to talk about any of the topics that I've ever talked about on this podcast, then email those to don'tknowwhatpod at gmail.com. If you click the Linktree link in my bio, you can follow me on all of my other adventures that I'm doing online and in the world uh, of my life and stuff. Or if you've got a chance, then please do drop me a five-star review. Pumps me up the charts, means more people can listen to the podcast. And hopefully we can grow this community. I know I bang on about this all the time, but the more I say it, the more the message might get through and people might help out. So yes, I hope you enjoyed this episode based loosely around politics and pork, but mostly about and vegans. And join me again next week when I could be talking about literally anything. Goodbye.